on a better note, let's talk about top two in hour two. Yes. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in hour two. All right, give me two with it, with it, with it. All right. This is the portion of the show where we give you the top two in hour two, two things we are obsessed with at and the moment. Loving. So I'm going to talk about the lamb that I did last week because Please. this is one of my top two in hour twos. Um, because I ordered, you know, I was going, I decided I should make lamb for the vegetarian at Hanukkah. <laughs> Which is so funny to me, but well, deli- they look delicious. I know, but it was more about the fact of like, I didn't want her to have to make a big meat entree. You know right. what I mean? And so, and like, I knew that my giant meat eating child was coming to her house. There should be, you know, meat. I don't know. I thought it would be fun. So anyway, also, I, and you know this and listeners know this, I don't really cook lamb. I've done the wonderful shoulder in the old pizza oven. And that is something that's very specific where you just like leave it and go. So that was lovely. I did that for Easter one year. But this was an attempt at something. I just had, I just had this thing where I had a memory of a really good piece of medium rare sort of fire roasted lamb. And I just wanted that. So basically, I also wanted to be able to slice it at my house and then bring it on a platter because that's also a thing I didn't want to have to cut into a big hunk of thing right. while I was there. I have to tell you, house. when I saw the platter of meat on your Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, that looks so delicious. And she did lamb. I know. I know. And so what I want to tell you guys is I went to Mac and Thunes out in St. Bonnie, my favorite butcher of all time. And I, uh, I bought, I got them, it was a frozen leg of lamb that they had and it was vacuum sealed and everything else Yum. so i basically thought it in the shower because i bought that on sunday morning and <laughs> i i threw that baby in the shower i let it have a little time to itself i got it out it was fine it's, it was unfrozen you showered with the lamb i did not shower with the lamb i let the lamb have a shower oh okay i, I put the lamb in the shower the constant flow of hot water on a, on a frozen hunk of meat like that have you never done that no that's your best thawing method Okay, I've done it in the sink. I've never done it in the shower. Well, That's I put it amazing. in the shower because like, <laughs> then I can shut the door and the room can get steamy and it helps it. It, it kind of goes Got along. It. It's a little bit softer than a direct flow of like a hot water or a bath. It's just, it's a I little love bit it. better. Right. Okay. Polly's got a question. I, I, I thought you were supposed to use cold water. You are. But you don't have, you didn't you have You can if time. you have time. Got it. Okay. All right. Just checking. I'm just saying I didn't have I had zero time because I wanted to do it slow and low. And so the reverse sear is what I'm talking about here today. Because again, this is not just for lamb. The reverse sear is great for like a big meaty roast. Like so what right. I'm considering is doing it again with prime rib for Christmas Day. Yum. So what I think I'm gonna so the key to this, you guys, is you I like you kinda give it a... like ideally you'd wanna like salt, dry brine the outside of it and let it sit for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. I re- had about 20 minutes that I had <laughs> to do fry brine, but that's okay. The, the key is scoring the fat and putting the salt mixture on top of the fat. And then what you want to do is you just want to stick that baby in a low oven. And I did 275 in the oven. You know, it's just sitting on a rack. I put a little bit of beer in the bottom of the, of the roasting pan so that there's just a little bit of moisture yep. in the oven. And then I let it sit there for, I think it was three hours. And it sat there for three hours. I kept the inter- I kept my little thermometer, and I kept going at it with the therm. And this is a this was a semi bone in, so there was part of it was boneless and part of it had the bone in it, and so I had to kind of watch that. At one point, the boneless part was ready, and the bone in part was not up right. to one thirty. So then I tented that boneless part with a little bit of foil, right, just to kind of slow the cooking down. 
And then and about 20, about 30 minutes later, I could pull it out. I let it rest. And I let it rest for 40 minutes. And then you just kind of let it. That's when the juices kind of get all perfect inside. You don't touch it. You don't mess with it. You don't poke it. You just let it sit. Oh, that's hard for me. I know. The not touching, not poking, not disturbing. But while that's happening, I crank the oven back up to 500. And then I stuck it back in for about maybe 10 minutes, maybe five minutes. And like that hot, hot, hot kind of gives that fat. It gets real crispy and brown and beautiful on top. And basically then I pulled it out and then I sliced it and brought it on the tray. And it was, that's all it needed to be. That's Yum. It. I know. So that was my, you can do that. Like the reverse sear is what it's going to do is going to make it that beautiful medium rare pink or medium pink all the way to the end without that weird gray brown stripe the gray brown stripe is a is a, a often seen at our home it's a bummer <laughs> i'm just it's gonna a bummer, say man. it's a bummer all right what's your first one okay my first one is a new product that i discovered oh called koval k-o-v-a-l it's from chicago it's made in chicago it's a cranberry gin yeah that's a nice little distillery down there. They make good whiskey, too. Apparently. Yeah. Um, I tasted this at Certix, and I really like gin. I like that botanical. I like um, uh, five, five, uh, five on Ice here that yeah. has the vodka, and they have a lemon ginger. But this was like, it tasted really like gin, so very botanical, floral forward, but with just a little hint of the sweetness of cranberry, but not cloying and not sweet necessarily. Yeah. And beautiful packaging. Like it just looked like a beautiful holiday gift. So it's Koval, K-O-V-A-L, gin liqueur. Good. Was my top two an hour too. Okay. Uh, I just really, it was delicious. I'm excited to have some at the cabin this weekend. <laughs> God, that sounds neat. Yeah. I love that. I did actually use that five spice. Um, the the lemon ginger, the five on ice, yeah, yep. the five on ice, the five vodka at, with a little bit of cranberry and soda water, and that made a really lovely cocktail. Oh yeah, and they have a cranberry vodka too, so right. you can mix both of them. Yeah, I did not have that; it wasn't there, but that was amazing. That lemon ginger too is really awesome in cider. Yeah, or oh. it's a lemon ginger vodka, or it's really good just like in like a hot. If you're doing like trying to ward off colds, and oh, you're doing that like hot, a toddy kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. cool. Um, okay, my second one quickly is just, I'm going to say pound cake. My my mom's pound cake recipe, which you have on your site is Stephanie's Oma's pound cake. Yep. But it's my mom. And what I got to tell you is that I made that, I, re- I made that for someone and I realized, why am I not making more pound cake for the holidays? Like, yeah, I people usually, love it. I tend to make pound cake, you know, during the rest of the year. I don't think of it as a holiday thing. And I don't know why, because it's a perfect thing, because if you make an entire bunt pound cake and then slice it up and like divvy it up between people, that's a, that is a good gift. All right. Uh, my second is going to be Animale's Barbecue. Oh. Um, John Whipley is doing amazing barbecue outside of the Abel Brewhouse. I did a podcast episode with him and really just spent time talking to him about his journey about how he feels about barbecue. He's going to actually be out there with uh, JD Fratsky this uh, today and tomorrow. And they're doing pudgies. Do you pudgy know what a pudgy pie is? Pudgy pies. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I've never heard you of never, this term I have before. A pie, I have a, well, it's called a sandwich iron that goes in the fire pit and you basically make little like hot pockets. Yeah. With bread. And so they're going to be making some homemade pudgy pies with venison and wild rice over at the Anamale's barbecue truck. Again, right outside of Abel brewing in Northeast. So that's our top two in hour two. All right. Uh, there we go. Yeah. 
there we go. We're going to go ahead and take a break. I uh, want to remind you to get your gift cards at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. They have $50. When you purchase, you get 15 free. And it is through the end of this month. So check that out. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back. This is a summer to stay connected locally. From the pandemic to protests to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on PodMN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota-made podcasts on one app. Current events, health information, political talk. Plus, you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more. PodMN also comes with listener rewards. In July, you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more just for listening. Download PodMN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting PodMN.com. Minnesota podcasts live here. 